This is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela. Hi, and I am Ryan. <laughs> and Angela and I are in the same stone location of our yep. uh, medicine wheel. Of our medicine wheel. We're siblings officially now. Officially cosmic sis. And I, I remember uh, something Sarah told you. You should listen to everything I tell you. Like no, I mean, everything. that is a slight distortion. <laughs> uh, it's really funny, though, because you and I both have had recent uh, healing sessions with our shaman, Sarah Gaw. Yep. And um, mine was like yesterday mm-hmm. and oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because in the medicine wheel, uh, you know, your stone was there. And as she's just kind of pointing out, walking around, like talking about all the different stones, I'm sitting there and she says, uh, and I'm also getting a thing about like, I guess you're not taking Angela's advice. Ooh, yeah. Um, you don't listen to Angela's advice as, as much as as, as, you as you could. Because I channeled at you that one And day. I just started laughing my ass off. <laughs> I've given you really good advice. You've given me really good advice. Yes, indeed you have. And, <laughs> and everything was like, you know, a conspiratorial mind <gasps> might be like, you know what? Angela and Sarah have been spit. Like, oh! are they conspired? I've never told There's her anything no, like that. No, I, I, and I didn't think you. But I yeah, we were so. hanging out. But um, Ryan, we don't get together and talk about you. I get know, over what? yourself. Are you serious? Like, who doesn't? Doesn't everyone? <laughs> we talk about who don't even know angels. me. Um, so it was really funny because, like, the minute I walked in, the cards were spread out on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, some messages were already written down, and my rune. Oh shit! I oh. forgot to tell you about my rune. My rune is the rod or the wheel or however you say it, rad. Mm-hmm. Or, and the fun, I forgot to tell my roommate this, my roommate Aaron, um, I don't know, six, seven months ago. She's like, I have this rune necklace and um, I don't like, I don't know. I'm just never going to need it or use it or whatever. And I and she's like, do you want it? I was like, she's like, I thought you might want it. I was like, hell yeah. And she's it's intuitive. And it's that, intuitive. Oh, she for sure yeah. is. Oh, that reminds me of something else I have to talk to you about, Ooh. about her off mic. Oh, shit. Um, Sorry but, uh, guys. well, no, I guess I don't we gotta talk get to you Patreon about it. Going. She was, um, <laughs> anyway, cause I think sh- you've been in her dreams. Really? Recently. She has always, her, she has always felt like an instant friend to me where I know her, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, but she's definitely into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. All those things. I mean, look at these uh, fabulous creepy dolls she brought into your home. Yeah. Right. And now we've got the, <laughs> we've already got the Christmas tree and, and all the mannequins and, and the mannequins. Yeah. She's got one foot in yeah. another world. But uh, so that was the rune for mm-hmm. me. It's the wheel. Um, it's about journey and like cre- uh, expression. Um, but uh, so that was like that was a synchronicity. Then mm-hmm. the stone, and then you know knowing that about your advice, yep. and then my card spread was fucking bonkers. Mine was too. I had. Um, we've talked about this a little bit on here, but my card spread was um, something I'm working through in my past, <gasps> or what I need to be working through right now, uh, and the three cards that were laid out were the first one was soulmates card uh-huh. harmony and then friendship and i was just like you son of a yep. oh, no, I don't yep. fucking believe. <sighs> and it was pretty funny um but then everything else was like just perfectly lined up i mean it made a lot of sense i got on the table for an hour and uh you know had some shit pulled out of me and wow uh, not to brag yeah, but all my chakras were magnificently lit but you know what was in me this fucking blew my mind um uh, you know how I'm always cutting cords with exes and shit because I feel I'm creeping. Well, I have a. I just I, have I a felt weird like Rosie Perez. You just channeled Rosie Perez. You know Rosie <laughs> Perez, right? Feeling creeping. Um, I should start using that voice actually. Um, so I 
sit up from the table and Sarah goes, tell me what, tell me about your lower back pain. And I said, holy shit. It, when I, when I scrubbed that ghost off of me that I talked about with Aslan and you, um, last episode, after I scrubbed that ghost, I really locked up all my shit. Cause she talked about creeping. That woman has been back a few times. I ain't afraid of no ghost trying. And did I play Ghostbusters on a loop for like 15 minutes while I told her that? Yes. <laughs> did I dance? Cause dance is an act of magic and That's joy. Yeah. Did I enlist all my protection and say, I ain't afraid of no ghost. I ain't afraid of no ghost. And yeah, I did play Ghostbusters and it was great. So I scrubbed everything out, got all my cords cut, everything, and my back stopped hurting, but I didn't really put it together. I Brandy came over. I bought a piece of plywood. I think I told you about this. Put it under my mattress because I thought, I thought the mattress wasn't good. Then I was like, well, I sprained it. I was lifting stuff incorrectly. Cat litter. I don't know. I don't lift anything heavy. Who knows? I, I could not figure out what was wrong with my back, but it would come and go. And then I was like, my core is too weak. I need to do sit-ups. So it stopped after I put up all my protection and, and cleansed. And Sarah said, your ex, the shittiest one, which she goes, he, he fired a harpoon through you. You had a harpoon sticking through your middle. Now, my ex is obsessed with Moby Dick. A lot of homoerotic shit in that, too. I'm not going to go there about him, but let's just say <laughs> I had some big red flags I should have paid attention to. And he... <laughs> Has. I love how you say that every time he comes up and you just <laughs> always really? give a little more information. Oh, oh someday. So anyone, anyone could just look, listen to all the episodes and then just piece together a pretty extensive like FBI profile. Yeah. And you know what I'm going to say too? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of you either. He's been creeping my stuff lately too. And I have gotten, my fucking shit has gone through the roof lately. I can feel so many things and I have a crazy story to tell you about a different guy creeping. Um, but he was obsessed with Moby Dick, has Moby Dick tattoo and hates me but he hated me when we were together I mean he withheld affection um I will say the reason I divorced him is because he tried to put my head in a toilet one time for Thanksgiving that's all it takes that's it by the that's way it. for the record I don't that's know how my brother didn't kill him it took a lot of convincing not to and that was it we were done oh and after he did it he yelled at me you don't fuck me enough so good luck with that, dude. Good luck with that. I'm triple fire. I'll cut your dick off. I'll cut your dick off. Don't put a woman's head in the toilet. Did nothing. N history. Learning about it. I mean, come on. So, um, so he fired a harpoon through me. As the brother of a younger sister, I can tell you <laughs> that the only thing that can stop you from doing something like that is when your sister, like, asks begs you. To. you. Yeah, yeah, I had to beg my thing. brother. My brother said. That's shit people do in prison when they enslave each other. And that was like, that was very harsh. I also forgot he did it because I have a blackout technique that my brain hasn't used in a long time. And I blacked out. I forgot that he did it to me. And the next day he reminded me because he wanted me to remember that he was stronger than me physically. Yeah. So uh, good luck, dude. Good luck. You're dying alone because I already saw your future. Haha. -ha, enjoy. But that's his life lesson. And stay the fuck away from me, by the way. I think he's been listening to the podcast, too, which ah, I got to just keep. I I am resetting protections all the time. But so he fired a harpoon through me. And when I got rid of it, a lot of information was just dropped. Yeah. Just yeah. Me. I'm like, maybe we'll edit it By the it way, out. he listens every episode. <laughs> 
I do think he's, he's just happy listening. to be talked about. If he's listening, anyway, any press is good press. Yeah, he's got an ear, and I think the ear listens too. And good luck, you two. Enjoy your shitty fucking creeper life. Um, also, everybody, don't creep. Don't creep. What? How do you think you're going to make space for anything good or new if you're creeping on I mean, people who don't want? There's you? a big difference between this kind of creeping and. Sexy creeping. Sexy creeping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sexy creeping I'm into. And I got a sexy creeping story, too. But um, so the harpoon, um, I could feel phantom pains from it. I could feel actual phantom pains after after she told me that. And it was wild. Um, but my Sarah stuff was, uh, uh, I, I mean, the last few times I've gone to her, I've just felt totally validated. And the one thing I'm always checking in on, because, again, triple fire, I got a lot of ego. I'm always, I just saw something really beautiful over your head. It was like a fucking angel wing. I'm going to tell you what. I just saw something floating to the, the right of you. What, do you know you what color it was? It was a white mist. <gasps> I've been seeing a white mist. because really? um, This is something I keep forgetting to bring up to you, but I guess we could talk about it later because I want to get into your mm-hmm. Sarah stuff. But uh, anyway. You are so psychic, Ryan. Well, I'm going to tell you Did she tell you some stuff? Did Sarah tell you anything? She actually told me that you're psychic. Well... When we talk about you behind your back. Oh, <laughs> see, I knew you were talking about me. I knew you were creeping around on me. I was like, look at his Instagram. Let's keep his Instagram together. <laughs> <laughs> Women love that shit. Just okay. kidding. Gender doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> so, well, no, I want to hear your... Oh, okay. So, um, so I come in, and again, it's children's soulmates, and Sarah's like, you have so many children who want to come in now i've had a bunch of miscarriages on birth control which doesn't make any sense because i took it religiously one of them we used a condom and i was on the pill the first one which is insane now that's I mean, some over the jeff goldblum clip life <laughs> will find a way <laughs> that's so good yeah well we'll see because i managed to push them all out except the one he left on his own accord so that guy's back and i have a boy and a girl who are right up in my medicine wheel and they think they're getting in and my guides think they're getting in. Two children think they're coming through my body. Now here's the conversation we've been having. I want her, I want him too, I do. I mean, if they're gonna be teachers, I Sarah said, she goes, there's a block on the boy. I can feel his energy, not to brag, it's a little bit like a serial killer. Like he's super smart, little analytical, could be a very good grounding human soul in my life. Definitely not going to kill animals or Or could people. be the most no- notorious like, monster the world has ever known. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? He's got, he's like, he's like a little bit on the spectrum, like someone else in my family who I love dearly and is brilliant. And a little bit like my uncle who passed right when I was born. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it could even be him. But um, I, I haven't looked into it that much. But the girl, I can feel her so strong. And she's behind him in line. He already bailed. He was in my body one time and checked out. And she hasn't come through yet. And she is pure fire. She's like, let me at it. Let me at it. She reminds me of myself. And um, Sarah confirmed this, but she's like, and I said, I was like, I can tell she's one of my greatest teachers. Like she'll probably be the greatest teacher in my life, which is the only reason I'm even considering giving birth to a human. Cause I just, I want to like keep excelling at the school of life. This is um, adult education. You know, I never want to stop learning. And I keep telling them you can come in as twins. But I'm not getting pregnant two times. The fuck that. Especially because I'm probably going to have to have a C-section because all the babies in my family are massive. Which, not to brag, again, but that means high IQ. A giant baby has a higher IQ as an adult than a I baby I had no baby. idea. Yeah. So what are you trying to say? I was a preemie baby. Oh, shit. I was so whopping. tiny when I was born. Well, I think I was nine pounds, seven ounces. I, I was, was big. I was incubator style. My for brother like was like 11 pounds. But he I will say this. freakish. I... <laughs> 
was kept in an incubator for days or I don't know how long, maybe even like a week or two. And then once they knew I was going to survive, I was sent home and put on a diet to gain weight because I was so tiny. A special and baby then, diet. And then like two weeks later or whatever it is, I come back and the doctor's like, you need to put this baby on a diet to lose weight because... <gasps> uh, you you excelled. Yeah, I you just, overachieved. I have, I've, I've had a problem with See? Ba- limits. So since, you were a big baby. I was High born. IQ. You just needed the food. You just needed to get to the food. I just needed to get out. I just want, you know, yep. I just wanted you to be to a get cancer out. so bad. Yep. I just Cancer's felt it. I was snack. like, I gotta be out. I gotta be a cancer. <laughs> I gotta get out of the womb. I gotta no be a Leo. cancer. No Leo. No Give me Pat. all the titty milk. <laughs> what was the diet? Do you remember? Um, I mean, butter and I was breastfed, um, but I was also, I'm sure on other stuff. I don't, wow. I, I don't remember now. I, I don't even remember. I don't think I was ever really told. I don't know a lot about babies and I know that a lot of women do, but, um, I'm honestly, I've, I've well, been here's afraid of them. A fun fact that you probably don't know. <laughs> babies are How do you make them? tiny human beings. <laughs> They're really cute. I was delighted by Lauren's. Um, okay. So Sarah tells me about these kids. You're my brother. She said, you're my little brother, which is also why you should listen to my advice. You know that. I. <laughs> she just put me in my place. Right. I she totally wagged a finger sternly. at you. <laughs> she totally wagged a finger at me, and I felt it as <sighs> if, okay. But it's with love, because my other little brother won't listen to shit I say, and he should. Maybe he will. Sometimes he does. He's a very. He's a fucking uh, master builder. He's a twenty-two. He doesn't. He doesn't. He thinks he knows it all. Um. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. That sounds negative. But he does but know a lot. I think whenever any of us think that we know it all, oh, we just have to remember yeah. that we're still here. Yes. Clearly we don't because if we did, we wouldn't Ooh, be here. That's a really good point. Um, okay, so harpoon through my back. You're my baby brother. Um, I saw, uh, it w- this was really crazy. My, um, I told you a little bit about this, but my mom and I are siblings in most of our lifetimes. And we were siblings in a very, very special family that... Uh, a lot of people know about and I'm super excited about that because duh I fucking knew that one called it called it um also Sarah and I were seeing sparks at the same time come out of the ceiling when she would get something right when she was feeling her way to stuff um but the other really fun thing was um her cat Cleo do you remember do you remember me talking about Cleo jumping over my head and stuff during meditation Cleo has a direct portal to Sarah and Cleo kept coming from Idaho constantly and showing up in the apartment when I was there. To, I was there one night for meditation. Then during my one-on-one, Cleo was in there. Cleo curled up and I felt a cat next to my body when I was meditating. And um, then when Aslan and Sarah and I were, we were going for a hike and uh, Aslan was in the bathroom and I hadn't even said anything about Cleo to Aslan. And Aslan comes out of the bathroom and she goes, damn, Cleo was just sniffing under the door of the bathroom and putting her paws under it. And Sarah's like, yep, she's here. She's always coming in, which amazing i gotta get a portal open for rue when i go away for christmas yeah i mean there's um there's just no end to like the magic of the like magic the no magic end to the magic. magic also sorry to interrupt you but this is important portals you gotta cl- you gotta seal up your tvs i just learned this one so stuff's coming through TVs if we don't seal it up. Oh, this is some like uh, this is some prophecy shit too that mm-hmm. ties into. I remember when I was a very little kid, my grandma had these books that were dictated prophecies from different people who had visions of like angels, God, Jesus, Ooh. the Virgin Mary, things like that. And the big one was about you know a lot of Mark of the Beast type stuff. Mm-hmm. And satellite dishes were the big warning. Like wow, like that's how the Antichrist will spread his message to the world and brainwash everyone is through satellite dishes. The Antichrist. This was before satellite dishes were like 
This was before like direct TV and stuff. Fucking Antichrist. That's right. so, such a stupid thing to call what humans are. Because humans are the evil, I think. Well, if you, well, there's been some interesting interpretations of what the Antichrist actually is. I mean, Sabrina had a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like everything was opposite the way it happened to Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's, you know, if you think of it that way. But the fun thing about. The devil. Like, the devil. <laughs> is everything. No, is I, talk, I used to talk <laughs> mad shit to the devil. Mm. I used to do a bit about talking shit to the devil. What? Um. I don't. I feel like this was like at the very. It. This was the beginning of my comedy career, and I've have I I've told this story on here, right? I don't about think how so. I offered my I tried to sell my soul to the devil. I make this joke all the time too. How I'm like I used to do it with my. No, dogs, I mean I I actually tried. Well, to I guess sell. I don't all the time. I more would I lean more towards I wish a va- I could meet a vampire, get it to bite my dogs. It he or she bite my dogs, um, and then my dogs live forever. But now I don't feel it anymore because they're so elderly. Let's not lock them in at this stage. Back when they were younger, yes. Uh, but yeah, I have also made a joke about selling my soul to the devil. We'll probably rejuvenate them. Maybe. No, I mean, the joke wasn't about selling my soul to the devil. I, I tried to sell my soul to the devil in real life. You did? Yeah, oh yeah. The devil doesn't really buy souls. I um, I offered my soul to the devil in real life. Mm-hmm. And I was, I don't know what year it was. It was right around Halloween. Um. I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. I just moved back from California. I had a mental breakdown. Whoa. Um, and I was just like desperate and filled with despair. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it was late at night in Dayton, Ohio, and I drove to Patterson Park, which is this place that kind of is like by this golf course. It's like one of the highest points in town. Mm-hmm. And there's this sta- creepy fucking statue and an old like, an old like witch's castle kind of thing back Ooh. there. Apparently like... You know, cats were sacrificed and stuff like that. What? Right? This is like some old like Satanist type. Like, Ugh, I just found out some people I like shit. are fucking sacrificing toads, and I'm done with them. Um, if you gotta make <laughs> magic by killing something, I'm sorry, you don't have any magic. That's fucking <laughs> bullshit. You're just invoking like the lowest form of magic. And I would chime in on this, but I've been told I'm not allowed to talk badly about it. Oh as, no, uh, no, but this is, these yesterday. aren't people. This so, is a this is just an act. You can yeah, talk so badly about an act. I mean, I, I'm not into the destruction of 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 life no. to get things I want either. But um, so I'm at the top of this and I'm like throwing rocks at this guy. I'm like challenging God to show himself to me. And you know, it's very hack. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in the moment and I'm thinking like, this is like, I'm screaming, I'm crying. I'm telling God he's bullshit. He's not real. And then and I'm obviously by myself <laughs> in the middle of the night in more ways than yeah, one. Yeah. And so <laughs> <laughs> I, then I have the realization, you know, from, the comedy realization, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a very hacky thing to do. Everyone challenges God to show themselves. But what a lot of, but what most people don't do is, you know, challenge the devil to show himself because um, that's a little more off the beaten path, so to speak. And if the devil shows up, you know, God's real, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like a, hey, A plus B equals C. So I said, okay, right here, right now, if the devil is real, come and get it. Come and get it. I'll get you anything you want. Um, I'll give you anything you want for me. You just give me everything I want. I mean, I'm yours. Uh-huh. Come and get it. And then uh, a car with like one headlight drove down through like the trees, <laughs> winding through the thing. You've and never kinda, told me this story. kind of snapped me back into reality. And I was just like, I was like in a fucking day, like almost like I was in a trance. And I'm like, and the car drives by and I'm like standing outside at like, 
I don't know, one in the morning. Mm-hmm. It might have even been Halloween. I mean, I, I don't think it was, but, um, and I just remember like freezing my ass off all of a sudden. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing out wow. here? I'm like, what am I do? What have I been doing out here? Also, like, I almost like was foggy about like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Also, y- what people think the devil is, like what you would have thought the devil is, you probably opened yourself up to something that you, well, the energy that you think is the devil's energy. When people do like their stupid, shitty Satanist stuff and they, they do get demons in sometimes and everything that's not actually related to the devil as much but because that's like the perception and i've gotten everything i've ever wanted do ever you since know that moment. Have <laughs> 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 i'd make a deal with the devil he's hot except i no longer i physically do, uh, people don't know this about me because i don't ever talk about it but i don't have a real i have an artificial heart <sighs> God damn it. you're kidding. so stupid <laughs> who told you to stop being so sarcastic aslin remember oh yes when we were but hanging that's out after i'm being vulnerable yeah. I guess I just was vulnerable telling that story. Yeah, I guess you but, were. But um, I was acting like the devil took my heart. That yeah. was the joke there. Mm-hmm. But um, I gave you what? Like a pacemaker. But yeah, no, but the, the point of that whole story was I drove like a Camry or not even a Camry, like a Saturn. The like, devil doesn't want you with your the devil Saturn, didn't, Ryan. The devil did not produce. <laughs> you got a car up to the get The devil did attention. not produce anything. <laughs> so I did a joke about that. And I was like, well, if the devil showed up, and I'd, I'd kind of tell that story. And I was like, if the devil showed up right now, you know what I'd do? I'd invite him on stage, and then I'd make him. And this is very graphic, so this is a warning to the listeners. This is very oh. graphic. Um, I was a much different man back then, young man. <laughs> God, and I said, if the devil was here right now, I'd invite him up on stage. I'd grab him by the horns, and I'd skull fuck him. Holy shit! And then I would shoot this my is load. Bold. Then I would shoot my load down his throat, and I'd say, "I hey, I didn't. I know I, you need to get the fuck back to hell, and I didn't want you to have an empty stomach." Holy shit. And I'd kick him out the fucking door. Now you're going to get skull fucked by the devil, Ryan. I, but good news, he's I've hot. told that story on stage like a bunch. That's why I didn't get Whoa. work in comedy for years because that was like a bit I would do. And club owners were like, I don't think we need this at our club. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's like already pretty rapey. And then it's yeah. you're invoking the devil, but I was which like, is terrifying to most people. But I was like, the logic of the joke was, who would be better at giving a blowjob than... The king of all physical desire this and pleasure. That's a good point. Who would be better? So this is um, a really good point. And the devil would also know that I was trying to trick him to show up to s- to show himself to me to prove that God is real. But the devil is also the fucking king of ego. So he would be like, anything I can give this fucking idiot is going to be t- will overwhelm him, and he'll be mine anyways. Yeah, that's kind of true. Um, do you know about Renee's moment with God? Uh, Renee is some kind of fucking lighthouse beacon for all the things. She was hiking, and uh, I want to say in Sedona where she has lots of visions, and she was hiking, and she was thinking to herself, do I believe in God? And God appeared in the sky and said, are you for real? (laughs) 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 But it was something like, seriously? I can't remember exactly what he said. But she, she thought it was funny, too. That's and and she of course she believes in God because she's she believes the source like she believes in all of it, um. But yeah, I love that God showed up because how many people get all these people coming at them? You know, yeah. Not, I think this not, is also seem like a lot of people. Yeah, this is also I think opening one's third eye. Um, but what the fuck were we talking about, Ryan? The devil. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask. So is the story that God said, "Hey, you guys. Hey, my kiddos. Jesus, Lucifer, um, everybody else." I'm going to make earth a paradise 
And the devil was like, no, that's stupid. You got to mix it up. And Jesus was all like, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Total yes, man, Jesus. But wasn't the devil the one saying, no, we got to make it hard. We got to make it challenging. Wasn't that what I'm he said? I'm not familiar with that story. I do. I guess Google could tell me. I do know that um, at least, you know, the religion I was raised in, in Catholicism, mm-hmm. um, the there seemed to be some inherent jealousy from some of the angels because humans had free will. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't like really sitting well with some of them. Because they were slaves to God? Um, essentially. Yeah. And that, you know, they, you know, kind of was like all about getting more knowledge. Like, God shouldn't be the only one who gets to know everything. Yeah. That seems like bullshit. Yeah. And I don't get to do anything I want. Yeah. They get to do what they want. And they just, uh, you know, so if they And they have genitals. And if they get the tree of knowledge and eat from the fruit, (sighs) you know, and then they can have knowledge, you know, and that causes the fall of man uh, is when. So influenced by. And wasn't it. So it was like a it was like a power. It was like a power. Didn't his name change? He was Lucifer in heaven. And then he was Satan when he got down here. I believe so. He's got all kinds of names. He does. He's got all kinds of Beelzebub. There's actually a great movie. um, or It's not a movie. I just watched uh, a series called Good Omens on Amazon Prime. I read that book. And a Neil Gaiman book. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, a pretty good series. It was I really enjoyed it. But it's about um, it's about essentially it's about what? uh, I think I started to watch it. Crowley is the name of the the uh, demon and. I can never remember the animal's name because one of those fancy. Isn't it old um, names. as Azrael? It's it's like it as a it's it's something like that, but it's not Azrael. Mm. Um, but anyway, oh, I wanted to tell you about something big that came up for me Please. during my session. So I'm on the Reiki table and we're journeying, mm-hmm. and at first, I'm I have this, and I talked to Sarah about this afterwards. This happens to me sometimes when. I'm going into a deep session or like I know there's going to be some real shit going on, whether it's psychedelics or going to see her. It's the very oh same. Yeah. It's a, I have like an apprehension and a, a little bit of fear. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as it begins, like what the fuck can I handle? What's going to happen? And wow. Like, like I have these thoughts of like, oh, maybe I, sh- I could just sit up from the table right now and just go to a Burger King. Right, you know, like <laughs> what? eat like, a fucking whopper and drink a soda. You know what I mean? Just kind of like, like shut everything down. It? Oh, right. So I have that fear, and she's like, "Oh, that's just like you wanting to protect yourself." Yeah. You know? And so, but after a few minutes, I'm like, I'm not getting up from the table, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous, and I'm breathing and trying to settle down. Um, and then I have this thing happen three times during the meditation and the healing part. There's uh, probably about, I'd say, an eight-inch section of the back of my, from the back of my head to my upper back, Mm -hmm. on my spine, that, like, uncontrollably starts vibrating. Holy shit. And it's, like, fucking rattling, like, right? That's, like, I can feel it inside of me, right? Wow. And I feel like I'm, I'm probably actually moving. Like, if I could see the back of my neck, which is virtually impossible unless you have a mirror, but then my eyes are closed at the same time. But so it's like, I, you could probably see it, you know, you yeah. see it like, like when someone gets the shivers. And so could that Sarah happens. Could see it? No, because I was laying down on my back. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think she was paying attention for that. She was yeah, doing she's whatever she was. Eagle medicine yeah, flying around the room too. She's flying around the room mm-hmm. like a fucking bird. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, eagle medicine. <laughs> and so 
and then we get in there and we're doing some cool stuff. Uh, two big things um, uh, that we worked on. Um, and myself, uh, like I had like my self-doubt. We confronted mm-hmm. my self-doubt because that was my big lesson for this time was that I needed to once and for all get the fuck over any of the self-doubt stuff and my creative expression was supposed to be really full-on embracing please don't my let me forget. journey as like a healer and using i my have a message and from like hakate that. about doubt so please don't okay. let me forget to tell the story and so i see my uh self-doubt appear right what did I, it look once like? we got into a place of where i was going mm-hmm. and it looked like me but like very like uh, timid yeah. Very timid, uh, very bashful, like f- afraid, scared. Like making wearing multiple, wearing multiple layers of clothing because, <gasps> like, representing they couldn't decide which thing to wear. Whoa! Right, uh, my facial hair was different on different parts of my face. Not being able to make a choice. Not Holy being able to make a shit! So I had like beard slash mutton chop, half a mustache, no mustache, goatee. You know, you know what I mean. Wow! My hair was a little different, uh, in different parts. It was very kind of like whatever and i was just kind of i was i was very disheveled mm-hmm. it looked like because of all this you know yeah, total, not being able to make any yeah. choices about anything and then um then i had to have a conversation with my self doubt and you know why like what did it want to tell me right mm-hmm. and so my self doubt told me that i just wanted to be loved Aww. Right? and um and then i was like okay okay and uh and then my self doubt's like you need to do that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and like that's the answer to all of this, right? Yep. Um the answer to everything is to you know, love yourself. Yeah. or love myself and then I will have freedom, which was a big card for me in my spread. And that freedom will lead to everything else for me. Um all the other things I've ever wanted are you know, reliant on that me reaching that sense of freedom. This right? makes total sense because you can't love someone else until you love exactly. yourself. Exactly. No and way. so, and at the RuPaul. core of everything else, the thing that made myself doubt exist is like, what was its biggest fear? Like, what what's the problem? It's like, what if mm-hmm. they don't love me? Oh. You know, like when you go on stage, that's what you think about as a comedian. Like, you go out there and you have no idea if the audience is going to love you. I'm going to tell you something. Or hate you. Renee told me after she met me, she said, I prayed for a good woman to come to Ryan and love him. And I think it's you. Isn't that sweet? Oh, that's very sweet. Isn't that sweet? That's a very sweet and thing I for her to do. I know. She said she was like, I I knew he needed someone to just like love him and show him who he is. And well, this has been an, uh, quite an interesting journey. I never would have met Sarah or yeah. I met Sarah through you and things like that. Yeah. But so it's been pretty cool. My I big rem- sister looking out for me. Yeah. And so then this is when it gets fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was already pretty heavy. Oh, this, yeah. So this is pretty emotional. Mm-hmm. And then I have a fucking spine or like a, my neck I, it fucking rattles hard again. Uh-huh. And then we get to my pain, like my pain body or my regret. Well, right. And a friend of mine, Amy, had recently messaged me that she had a dream where she saw like some like black thing like lifting up out of my body. Wow. Right. And uh, and she's like, I've been having a lot of premonition dreams lately. I don't know if this means anything to you. And I was like, well, I d- I'm not thinking of it as an attachment at all being mm-hmm. removed as much as I am. Something is getting lifted out of my body, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I am seeing Sarah soon. 
And then sure enough, we're, I'm not thinking of that at the time, but I'm laying on the table and, and then it's like my pain and regret and like hurt is like, okay, time for that to get into that. And that one was like trying not to come out of my fucking body. Wow. It was like, like, like being much slower. Whoa. And then, but then once it did, holy shit, I just started like, I start bawling. I'm trying to breathe and we're doing this weird breath thing. You know how amazing it is that you put yourself through this stuff? How, like how many people go to therapy, learn the the real Tantra and see a shaman terrified and knowing stuff like this is going to come out of them. You are so strong. Well, I thank you for saying that. Um, it's, I think everybody would do it if Mm-mm. they knew the results. No, afterwards. no, I have, I know somebody right now in particular who I tried to get to see Sarah who really needs it and just doesn't want to deal. I mean, it's intense well, stuff. I, I could tell you five people, honestly. It's, it's a, and it's I understand. It's intense stuff. Yeah. Everybody's on their different yeah. journeys, but you're really like staring down. But I felt so good afterwards. Yeah. And then, because this was the big revelation that I wanted to get to about that was, as you know, mm-hmm. And you've been telling me the <laughs> advice I have not been taking from you. <laughs> Although, you I take, mean, I, I have been taking it. I do, I do take a lot of your advice. But the big piece of advice that our listeners know that I push up against sometimes when you say it is that, like, you need to be alone for a while. Oh, you keep yeah. saying that to me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've been a fucking alone for a while, you no. know, kind of. Like, yeah. in most ways. And I'm like, nah. Uh, and you're like, nah. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, Angie. <laughs> you need to go full cat so, lady. For just but here's what I realized. I... Once that pain got out of my body and then I was confronting it and like looking at it and talking to it and we were getting rid of it. It was um, it wasn't so much that we had to get rid of it Mm -hmm. as much as I just had to truly realize what it was. And so that pain, the sorrow, depression, sadness, regret, um, anger at myself for not coming to realization sooner than I should. All those kinds of things. What I came to realize in that moment was these are all just a different mask that love itself wears these are just different aspects of what love really is so it's being reflected back to me in these ways and the beautiful thing and the wonderful thing about having all that right there that was with me was that i truly understand like the full depths of my emotion of love wow so now i like those things were there to show me that like you it, like reactivated in me. These feelings had reactivated in me recently because I had kind of frozen over yeah. for a, a, a handful of years, to say the least, when it came to certain things in this regard. And so like I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. I'm like very emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I've been very sad yep. about this thing. And like, oh, that's great because that's how much I can love. Yeah. So it like. It's a very positive, very positive thing for me. And so it it really feels like there's like that's a big piece of my puzzle that fell into place. As a straight man raised in America where you are completely you're both emasculated and uh, told like you you can't emote like the. This country is very hard on men, and I am not saying poor men. I mean, it. it, I am saying poor men. We can both have it hard. You know, women and men, it fucking sucks different ways. Um, I remember I was in England years ago, and I saw these um, teenage boys leaving school, and they were were like roughing around, and they were laughing, and the one was pushing the other one. 
and he got like a little rough and the kid was like, stop it. That's too much. And then he threw his arms around him, kissed him on the cheek and he said, I'm sorry, you know, I love you. And I was like, gasp, never in America. <laughs> you don't see that shit in America, you know? And, and they're raised to be affectionate there. It's like not a big deal to fucking have David Bowie dressed all androgynous, you know, like they're, they're into it. Um, but here there is so much, you're told so many things you're taught to objectify women. It's not like an inherent thing. You know what I mean? So even the stuff that we get mad about also now we have all these people who know how to not raise rapists, which is interesting. The new conversations that you just have with boys to just not program them to see women as objects. It's, it's amazing what we've figured out, but it's still really hard on men because you don't, your vulnerability is treated as a weakness. Mm hmm. So the fact that you've been raised in this fucking country of capitalists and machoism and then you are on this path and you have opened yourself up to this stuff is huge. I I yeah, I feel so I've always this is something too that this is like part of my um relationship contract that I had to redo or agreement, my relationship agreement. I'm always so easy on the men. I always go too easy on the men. Like I flipped it. So now the pendulum is I make it super difficult, which Sarah actually saw. I've made it very difficult for men to get to me. I challenge them. I don't, I don't give them a lot of encouragement. And my attitude has been, she actually called me out on this. Um, my attitude has been, let's see how bad you want it. Which, what? She called me out. She said, I see you doing this and you have to treat them the way you want to be treated. How basic is that information? And when she said it, I, it was like a, a light going on over my head. I couldn't believe it was that easy. That's really, and that medium in England told me I need to be more vulnerable. But this is like my being raised as a woman here and trying to be strong and in control. Now my pendulum is like, I won't be as vulnerable with a potential partner, you know? And this is like all the fucked up gender shit we've all been raised with and trapped with. Um, but you, Ryan, I'm saying this because I want all the men listening to consider doing the things that you're doing because it only it only gets better. You have so many things coming your way soon and it's because you're doing all this work. Yeah, and I mean, I really do feel like there's a lot of stuff coming. There is so much stuff. And it's... Now, some men might not have... I don't, I don't want to say... They have different things, mm -hmm. right, that have affected them yeah. or, or bottled them up or changed them or froze them or whatever we all have our unique experiences and so i think it's just a question of finding things that resonate with you yeah that help you thaw out well and here's something that's just coming through for me um you know like imagine being a little girl we are allowed to fall down skin our knees and cry you know we get we get a little more coddling and a little more encouragement to just let it out be emotional you know like we're treated more tenderly. You know, we get kid gloved a little bit more than boys do. A little boy falls down, skins his knee, wants to cry. The boys have been programmed to make fun of him for that. The girls too sometimes. Why? Why can't we all fall down and cry? You know, it's not fair. We should all get to cry. When I see a man cry, I really do get super turned on. I really do. <laughs> he can't be crying all the time. And I have had that too. <laughs> I've had a lot of that. But I love it. Yeah, there's there's a lot to that we could get into mm -hmm. about you know the programming and you know sex sells everything and um you know all that kind of stuff. Yep. But I think once you really start cracking into some of this stuff, I do want to talk about how the things we saw earlier. The things we saw. 
like around each other just oh, like while we were recording. I think it was an angel wing I saw behind you. Oh shit. I um Oh, I forgot about this other thing I had. What thing? Like at the very end of my meditation or the session, mm-hmm. I saw I did see the eye again. I had an eyeball fucking floating right there. Yeah. Um she did say this was the thing that I was like, Ugh. she did say like when I, when I first laid down, she's like, well, your your third eye seems clogged. Uh oh. And I was like, what am I doing this fucking diet for? This diet but is bullshit. You're doing it wrong too. No, I, I, Just stop it. I'm not doing it wrong. There are reasons why my third eye is clogged. But you are doing the diet wrong, Ryan. This is advice you're not listening to. I've actually told you this that you're doing the diet. What do you wrong. want me to change in my diet? Well, for starters, what people don't realize is the fluoride is the worst thing. So if you're not getting the fluoride out, there's almost no point in doing anything else. Because it's going to stay calcified from the fluoride. Now, I have gone down the rabbit hole on water. You can buy, you have alkaline water right on your block. You can go get alkaline water. And then I got a recipe from Greg at Crooked Path, whom I adore, um, to get, uh, here's the You're going to trust moment. that, that garage operation down the corner. I don't know what it is. It looks a little mafia, but maybe the water's great. So Greg said, get a jug of distilled water. Cut a root of turmeric, throw it in, just like cut it so it's exposed. Um, a couple pieces of lemon. I think that's it. And you drink turmeric water. You drink six ounces of it a day. I think you need to let it sit for like a week to get really potent. You do. There are dangers with distilled water that people should look into. Oh yeah, yeah. But this is just this just is just a tonic. This is not. A bunch of don't drink the whole jug no a day because you yeah you'll get fucked up and it'll leach uh, metals out of your body, which is also the rabbit hole I've gone down. I think I finally found a water purification system that puts in minerals. <laughs> no, no, you should see this thing. It looks like something um, Doc, what's his name, from Back to the Future would design and put on the DeLorean. It's crazy. It goes on your countertop. Uh, I think I'm buying it soon. I'm still just doing some more research, but I'm, I think I'm sold on this one. And I, you guys know I've been researching this for months, and I finally figured out you have to be able to, you've got to get like the calcium thing to put the metals, some of the stuff back in the water. Um, but yeah, if you just get the distilled water and you just drink six ounces of it, and you're getting the other stuff. The green tea has a ton of fluoride in it. You have to cut out green tea. You just have to look up like what has fluoride. I do, well, I'm not on any teas. because No, you're not. But if you can't get the fluoride out, none of the other stuff's going to work. Trust well, me. Well, the good news is I don't drink any water. <laughs> 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 just kidding. No, That's I do, why you never need a pee break I, when we're recording. Yeah, I do feel <laughs> more in touch uh, in the last few months. I fit into a pair of jeans I didn't fit into in wow. four years. Um, this past weekend. Um, so, I mean, there's benefits too that I wasn't anticipating. I wasn't really thinking about those jeans. They were buried in my closet. And the other night I was like, maybe I'll try those on. Ooh. They fit on easily. But, um, can we pause it for a second? Speaking of pee, do you have to pee? <laughs> Always. So yeah, the shit that we've been seeing. Yeah. Or that I've, I've been seeing stuff. I want to tell you, cause I'm starting to, you know, I've been being slightly nudged towards this, I think, this entire time. But since the first time I met with Sarah, mm-hmm. um, it's like fully embracing everything that I'm capable of doing. Yeah. Right. So um, I, in a different, uh, my tantric embodiment therapy that I've been doing with my buddy Mark, um, <laughs> which is now. That sounded homoerotic. Yeah. Well, I'm we're getting into sexual it. stuff next week, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm excited about that. So you haven't even done sexual stuff yet. You've been doing this for a couple weeks. I've been doing this for, yeah, more than a couple weeks. Damn, that's amazing. This is real tantric. And our um, our sessions usually go two hours, if not two and a half hours. Whoa. Each week. Um, is he going to start teaching Like I had one earlier today. Because like, you're a guinea pig, right? No, he does. 
Well, yeah, I'm a guinea pig for one of the different systems he's focused that he's going to be doing. I want because he's been a he's been a licensed counselor or whatever for. I mean, that's how he's made his living. Yeah. But he also incorporates tarot, numerology, things like that, and into his personal practice. Amazing. And this is a new thing, and his his teacher and their system, I think, is the first tantra system that's been as of today or as of just recently, the first certified system in the United States and in Canada. Ooh, wow. Um, I, I could be speaking out of turn by even mentioning it. We but, should have him on um, sometime if he comes Yeah, we to will. Because uh, as soon as we're done with the program and as soon as he's got the program up and running and everything, uh-huh. um, we the plan was to do an interview and then we'll also have him on here. Cool. Because we'll be t- I'll be talking to him for my other podcast. But So during these meditations, mm-hmm. I start, because they're eye-open meditations. Whoa. You keep your eyes open. Just and, and you have your feet flat on the ground. It's the five points of meditation. You have your feet flat on the ground. Your back is straight. Your chin is tightly tucked or slightly tucked. Interesting. Um, your hands are on your knees or resting comfortably in your lap. So feet flat, that's one. Uh, straight back is two. Um, chin slightly tucked is three. Hands on the knees is four. And then a s- eyes open, soft gaze about an arm's length. So you're kind of like, just kind of like, you kind of look like you're brain dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're doing it. If someone were to, and there's some chanting involved and there's some other things as well. But, and we've just now started doing like creative space or sacred, creating a sacred space mm-hmm. um, things um, with the different five, because it's a five chakra based system. It's not the seven. It's not the traditional Hindu system. Oh, wow. And the difference between this and some other things is it's all about pleasure, mm-hmm. which you know, Buddhism is about like escaping from your pleasure, right? And yeah. not needing pleasure. But um, this is about using pleasure and channeling it and making it a powerful tool for you. Hell yeah. Which I'm into. So I have to do a pleasure journal. I do a pleasure journal every day. Um, and then, but anyway, so I'm doing this eyes open shit, right? Uh-huh. And it's a visualization thing too. You see, depending on the element that you're working on, or unless you want to run the elements, as they say, which is all of them. You do a big meditation where you run the whole fucking thing, Whoa. which I haven't gotten to yet. But whether it's a cube or a pyramid or a sphere or whatever it is, uh-huh. um, you kind of see this tiny thing. It's inside of you. It's in your Illuminati, which is like an energy channel in front of your spine. Anyway, you visualize this shape like becoming so large it eventually swallows it's bigger than all of existence of any kind Mm -hmm. right and then it comes back down eventually boom boom, goes back inside of you so while i'm doing these meditations now not every time but sometimes it happened late last night um i start to see the mist that you would see from a uh an air purifier Uh you know how that looks yep or if someone's like vaping around you kind of but uh, not, but so it's like the air purifier mist, like very, it's like a cloud. When you came out to get me, there was a mist that came out of you. That's because I'd probably. <laughs> Did you just smoke? We'll, we'll cut this. The part. fuck? We'll cut this. I've been smoking. <laughs> oh my God. That's why right? I think my third eye was a little fuzzed. Because uh, I've been on nicotine. <sighs> Were you doing it when you came out? I did right as I was like. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought you saw. I thought you clearly saw me doing, but I think that guy stepped in front of me. Yeah, yeah. I so didn't you see just clearly. saw like a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. I just saw someone so, laughing again. So you <laughs> see a. Uh, so I see this mist, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I see it floating around, like 
everything. Even though you're supposed to have a soft gaze, you're not really trying to focus on looking at anything. It's difficult to get to that, but uh, the more you practice, the better it gets. But and so now I start seeing this fucking soft, like mist, like floating around when I know I'm really grooving. Mm-hmm. And that's um, my understanding is that it's energy. Yeah. Um, and depending on the energy that I'm trying to tap into, whether it's fire or earth or, you know, I'm now today's lesson was in water or not water in space. The last one is water. And I told him, I was like, you saving the best for last motherfucker. <laughs> he just laughed. But, um, so I'm starting to see things now, like with my eyes open, as opposed to just being uh, through meditation Whoa. with my eyes closed, seeing things. Um, and so that's what, like, it was very similar to what I saw. That mist is what I saw earlier at the mm-hmm. very beginning while we were recording that we're finally. Wow. Back so I saw like a, just a, like a, whoosh, like a quick little. Whoosh, like, it, does I that make any spe- sense? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder specifically what like you're it saying. Like it wisped yeah. through the. Um, if that's maybe what orbs look like to you right now. Like imagine the tiniest, tiniest little jet fighter airplane right uh-huh. and imagine it it flew like a big like just a big like s Circle. like capital s like whoosh, 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 like that just a and that's it and then and then turned its engine off that's kind of what it looked like but and then you know it kind of like uh-huh. starts to dissipate a little bit yeah but it just kind of like moves it, it's always moving it's not just sitting there that is it's badass that is badass ryan this is seriously i've said this to you so many times and if you want to decalcify pineal we can do this we can it, it's about it's about the fluoride but also that distilled water thing that trick that greg taught me that'll help and you don't drink just distilled water it's just that jug and you just access six ounces a day of it um but what the hell was I about to say? So you your drink regular psychic. water too? Yeah. Yeah. So you're drinking your regular water, but that's kind of like your medicine. Like you take six ounces of that a day to, and it clears the calcium out of your system. But okay, you were talking about the wisps. Fuck. Um, damn. I was going to say something about being Oh, I know what I was going to say. Anybody who's like, oh, I want to see stuff. How do I get here? For starters, it's just deciding to see it. I have a crazy story about auras that I want to tell you about Sarah's aura. Um, a really quick and easy way you want a journey now i did not buy the alexa i am not uh, super into supporting amazon but i'm grandfathered in so it's only four dollars a month for me to have all the music and access to everything on there four dollars a month it's not like i'm making them rich okay I I, i don't need to feel guilty about it but it's more expensive now if you get if you sign for amazon music now anyway i enable shamanic drumming on my Alexa. You have to go in and add it first through an account. I don't even know how I figured this out. It, I'm not great at technology. So I probably got that on my which is why I like Gemini's. Amazon um, Music account as well. I yeah. Add it. Yep. And then all you do is just sit for a minute. You call on your guides. You pray out loud to all your people, animals, the, like angels, everybody, whatever deities you work with. And you say, I need clarity on whatever, where I want to live. Um, for me, sometimes I'm like, how am I going to build this fucking house? And then they show me stuff and, and it's great. Um, but you just, I like to lie down and meditate because I leave my body. Uh, and it's easier if you're, I also your body enjoy to be lying down. Lying down. Uh, crazy thing too, because I've been meditating with Sarah since she's back in town. My crown chakra catches on fire. And I end up arching my back. So my head is like touching the ground and my back isn't even on the ground. And when I come to, my head hurts so bad and it's hot. Um, the back of my head hurt yesterday. Really? 
Yeah, like like right around there. But like but I also like It's also where sort of like spirit enters sometimes. I mean it's like yeah. a, it can be lots of different things. But Mine I think it was just because of my weird hair. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's spirits. Sometimes it's just my weird hair. <laughs> it's like excellent delivery, excellent dialogue. <laughs> See, this is why you're going to be rich and famous as an entertainer yeah. right uh, there. Got to find somebody to take care of my mom. <laughs> well, okay. So here's so you're laying down. You enable shamanic drumming. Yeah. And after you, only after, are you picking up something weird? It's just yeah. like a high pitched noise. I'm hearing, but um, I think it's from that. You just got to set intent really strongly. You could even like drink some mugwort tea first. It's so easy. People think there's like such a process to everything. No fucking feel your way to it. You know, you already have these answers. Um, so yeah, you you preferably lie down because then if you do want to astral project, uh, sitting up sucks. I did sit up and astral project one time at Sarah's, and when I came back to my body, I was all slumped against the wall and my neck hurt. And I was like, "Who the fuck left me like this? <laughs> like push me down <laughs> on the ground, somebody." But um, um, yeah, lying down is is best. You'll see stuff. The shamanic drumming will end. I think it's only 20 minutes. You're not going to get trapped out of your body unless you're going up to a weird canyon and one headlight's coming at you and you're calling in demons. But don't do that. You know, <laughs> just don't do that. And, um, um, yeah, you'll see stuff. You'll, you'll, you'll journey and you'll see stuff. You Even, um, like, and here's the other thing that I'm saying. When people are just like, how, how, how? Uh, I got to get calcium off my pineal. No, just start doing this stuff. When I, one of the things I keep reminding myself is, oh, yeah, I want to be able to see auras more easily because I can read them, but it's like I have to get, and I, I've been telling myself like, yeah, but it's a whole setup and I have to go into a zone. No, I'm not accepting that anymore. I'm not, I'm going to see auras when I want to see auras. So when I was meditating with Sarah the other night. I'm she, trying to see auras right now. You might be able to. It's really just deciding to start seeing them. I see, like, uh, if I do a certain thing with my eyes, hold on. I can. I know what color it is. I'm seeing, what I'm seeing is, I'm seeing, like, almost a goldish. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an outline around your. It's, it's the yeah. gold is around my indigo. Cause I'm yeah, because it, it, it does feel. I am a goddamn queen, and nobody else has to believe it, but I have to believe it. <laughs> And that okay, is my golden aura. Oh my god, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I am a if goddamn a thing, queen. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't understand why other people aren't walking around saying this about themselves. Um. D- d- I seriously. I was just talking with Sarah, and she was saying there's people get really fucked up. They do love spells to manipulate people, and then they get all trapped in that person, which people don't realize. You think you're casting a spell on someone else, you're binding yourself to someone. So the best way to do is like a love spell that just calls them love. Um. But Sarah was like. Yeah, I do so much work on people who who mess up love spells. And I said, I don't understand why anybody wants somebody who doesn't want them. And this took me, and I, I used to be otherwise. It took me a long time to get to a place where when a man doesn't reciprocate, I can look at him and say, well, you must like to climb into dumpsters and eat garbage if you're not into this birthday cake. <laughs> It's a very specific <laughs> It response. is. It is. My old drama teacher actually said something about that once. Um, and it stayed with me ever since, my high school drama teacher. But I got to a point where when a man doesn't want me, I'm just like, you're fucking bonkers, dude. <laughs> like, and it doesn't, this is not me being an egomaniac. This is how I protect myself. Instead of saying, I'm not worthy of love, I'm not going to leave my house, which is the other end of the spectrum, 
I go out and I just think everybody here wants to be with me. All these people want to be my friends. Everybody here wants to fuck me. I don't, it doesn't, it's not true. But if I lead with that, then everybody is my friend. And lots of people do try to fuck me. And that's how you don't pay for your own drinks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you get your aura. I can't believe it. Also, I'm just let's kind just. Of, I've just been like, uh, sorry, I've been a little distracted because I've been like just seeing the aura. Yeah, so. I was going to say, let's just praise you and celebrate you seeing my aura that clearly. Ryan, it's not that easy for me to see them. And so All my you have to do is kind of like unfocus your eye uh -huh. eyes a little bit, right? Yeah, but it's and hard to see the color. I can always see the aura, but I can't see the color as well. Yeah, I mean, it is a little... Yeah. I can't believe you can see the gold. Can you see any of the indigo under the gold? The indigo is Yeah, I mean, because initially skin. when I was going to say, I was like, I can see what color it is. Now I'm trying like, to see. We're both like, sitting here squinting at each other. Because I was thinking it was like, well, am I seeing rain, like somewhat of like a rainbow kind of thing? Because I, oh. I was seeing the multiple colors. Like that That's was the... That's healer mode is usually rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and then this was the crazy thing. I was watching Sarah. Oh my God. I'm so happy. I'm remembering to tell you the story. So my fairies and I are super harmonious right now because we got a lot of plants, a lot of dancing. I told you about the Ghostbusters dance moves. Um, so I came in late to one of the meditations and we were supposed to bring stones for the altar and I carry stones from my magical land and I take my giant stone up and I put it on the altar and Sarah goes, oh, nope, not doing that yet. And I said, oh, whoops, sorry. She was in the middle talking to everybody, but I saw stones up there. They were hers. I thought everybody had put their stones up, and I was just trying to move it along because I was already late. And she goes, but thank you. I'm glad I met him. She put her hand on my stone. And I took the stone. And I this stuff doesn't embarrass me. Falling down in public, I don't even feel like the flush of embarrassment for that anymore. I don't know how I got to this place. I'm sure there are things that would embarrass me. I'm, I'm just not aware of what that could be right now. So I take the stone, and I go back to my seat. And I see, this is one of the only times I've, they've, they've been materializing a little more. I see a goddamn fairy's ass. I see a naked ass next to the altar and it's mooning me and wiggling its ass and it's making fun of me for getting up and making an ass of myself. And I see it and I'm like, I'm really seeing a fairy's ass right now. And then I see a couple of them around Sarah. Cause she has a lot of fae too. Then uh, we lie down, we start to meditate. And I was like, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful because I've been asking to see them clearly. And one just really materialized. I mean, he really wanted me to see his ass. I lie down and I am delighted. And I'm just super excited to journey. And I'm just full of joy. A tiny little mouth kisses me on the chin. And I'm like, a fairy just fucking kissed me. And another tiny little mouth kissed my hand. And I almost burst into tears. I was so happy. Isn't that amazing? That's really fucking cool. But now, because we're do we are doing a lot of harmonious stuff together. But so then, um, also, when I was sitting there watching Sarah speak and the fairies were all giddy, um, I, I was like, I'm gonna see her aura because I could only see it was I see like a big thick white blanket around her. And this is one thing that is very easy for me to see. I can see how big someone's aura is or how little, like if their lights are out. And Sarah's aura is pretty big, even when she's tired. Her aura is pretty big. And um, that's rare too. So I see her aura and I close my eyes because this is usually the easiest way for me to see auras. I Once I see the light and I want and I want to see the color, I'll close my eyes and then the color comes to me with my eyes closed. And I see all this like rainbow prism. And uh, Katie, who we had on the podcast with Lauren, Katie had her aura photographed. Katie's a healer. Hers was all rainbow. And I was like, this is amazing. Then I'm journeying, but I kind of come back to my body. And I'm still kind of seeing stuff. And all of a sudden, 
I see just crazy rainbow prism and I open my eyes and Sarah's over me doing stuff. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm seeing this rainbow aura on her. That's really cool. It really is just deciding to see stuff sometimes. Yeah, and I wanted to say about like the journeying and the seeing things and all the things that I've ever described when I'm seeing them. Um, it's not as if I am seeing with my eyes closed, like someone's playing me a movie. That's mm -hmm. like, it's, for me, it's not that, it's not that clear. So when I say I'm seeing all of these things, it's like, I'm, I'm sensing them. Yeah. Um, I'm also every once in a while, I'll get glimpses of them. You know what I mean? Like the actual <sighs> physical thing, but it's not like, so I don't want people to be thinking like, Oh, I've just been trying to get into meditation. I've just been trying to journey and see things. Mm -hmm. And I don't, uh, I'm waiting for a movie to like, because I know the first time I ever got hypnotized for past life stuff, I thought I was just going to close my eyes. I was going to be hypnotized. Oh, I'd see a movie. And I'd see a movie. Uh -uh. And that's not what happens. No, because we've seen um, this shit in movies. Movies. Yeah, exactly. God, I'm seeing so much activity around your head. But, um, and that's the only way a movie can show you anything yep. because it's a visual thing. But, so I don't want people to be like disappointed or no. upset with themselves well, if they and, think, but then seeing a fairy's ass is different. Oh my God. That's like a movie. I was sitting there and I was like, <laughs> it's happening. It's on. And I don't know if it was Sarah's or mine because she has a lot of faith with her too. Um, in fact, we went hiking. Oh, this is so cool. Um, um, also though, I want to tell you guys real quick, um, when I closed my third eye for a long time, I was still psychic. I was still intuitive. I was still hearing ghosts and not seeing things. I was just not seeing things. And it was because I was so fucking traumatized. I closed it for a long time. I lived with a narcissist who told me everything was bullshit. He was like a nihilist, you know, and that shut down a lot of my activity, although I did see a ghost materialize and I felt I had lots of ghost activity still. Um, but then Misty and Casadega saw that my third eye was closed and I said, how do I open it? She goes, just open it. And that's, that's the takeaway. Just open it. Just decide you're going to see the shit. It will scare you and you'll probably close your eye again sometimes, but just fucking open it. Um, okay, wait, what was the thing I was starting to tell? Oh, the hike. So Sarah takes Aslan and me on a secret hike and it's a secret trail that I can never disclose. So nobody ask. And we go, we find her wishing tree. We all hug it and make wishes. It was so magical. We go to this special little spot, um, eucalyptus growing all around. And uh, we sit there and we just meditate for a few minutes. And while we're meditating, I see Aslan's gorilla. And usually when I'm reading people and their power animals come in, the animals are like defensive with me. And they're on guard at first because they're like, well, who are you? How, why, are you watch why are you looking at this? And then they get better and they start to work with me. But Aslan's gorilla has, is familiar with me. And I see the gorilla and he's like just behind Aslan and he's just peeking through the bushes like, hey, ladies. Like he looked all sweet. And then I forgot one of my animals is a raccoon. My raccoon shows up because I've been like, okay, I got to start making money again, which is, you know, I go through a cycle and then I'm like, okay, got to make money again. And I think my raccoon is my little money maker, my little resource. And uh, I see my raccoon. And um, it's got its little hands up and it's all like, -ah 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 -ah, like working its fingers. And it's wearing a burglar, like a bandit's mask over its fucking raccoon Well, face. you got a job? You got a job for us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like that. It was like, we're going to do something. What's the job, Angie? Who, yes. who are we taking? Yes. It was so cool. And then I see um, like where this tree, like where it was very magical. I see a staircase that's like golden light. It's all white and gold. And it's just going up into the sky. Now, I don't see her. Aslan and Sarah said a fairy queen came down. They didn't see the staircase, but she came down the staircase. 
So I'm seeing the staircase. They're seeing like the real freaking magic moment. And she bowed to all of us. And I was like, holy shit. One year ago, they're stealing my vag crystals. They're fucking up my shit. Now the queen comes, uh, descends and bows to us. What? Like, that's amazing. This is, I mean, obviously my, the progress I'm most excited about is not ours. It's just fairies showing me their naked asses. (laughs) And now the queen is here. It was so much fun though. Um, Just decide to open it. We also saw this. Did you see that story or no, I posted it to our, to our Instagram. It's a video of a guy. We just got in the car together. The three of us. Did you see this, this video of this guy with all these animals glued to his car? He has like horses. He's a convertible. He's got these um, little toy horses and their manes are blowing in the wind all glued to his car. Oh, okay. And it was really cool. It anyway, we saw that and we were like, of course this is the first thing we see when we get in a car together. Yeah. It was really special. There's more stuff I want to tell you though too. How close are we to the end? We're there. God damn it. Save it for next time. Alright. Oh, because there was more stuff I wanted to talk to about the fucking golden book of fire that I saw. What? Um, so we'll have to save that for next time. We're so write down, lucky. Write down the golden book of fire. The golden, let me put it here. Ryan, the golden book of fire. I think that's what you should call your memoir. Hey, everybody, Ryan finished writing a memoir. No uh, big first deal. First draft is done. That's amazing. Um, I still have to go back, and I, I think my plan is over the holidays, I'm going to be just doing my first basic edit before I like let anybody read it. Because I haven't read the thing from beginning to end yeah, yet. Yeah, good for you. And so then, um, and then you know, I'll send it to maybe a couple people to I look think, at. number one, live a life that's worthy of a memoir. And number two, write a memoir. Even if you don't ever get it published. I think it's a yeah. really great thing I'll for tell you what, I printed do. it out oh. and held it in my hands. I think it was like a. Did you go to the library to print it? No, I printed it out here. Oh, you guys have a printer? Uh-huh. That's good, and I'm going to file that away. Um, and... <laughs> Well, if you ever want to print your memoir over here, just bring extra ink. <laughs> you got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it may be paper. Memoir printing I think party. mine was like 100. It's uh, right around 170 on like just full 8 by 11. Wow. By 11. Isn't it? How many words is it? 55,000? Yeah, it's like 55, 56,000. Perfect. And, you know, it's 11 font. Oh, that's small. 60 pages you on went 8 and a half by 11. Damn. So if you make that smaller. But 11 font, isn't that small? Uh-huh. Wow, I like to write at 13. I like to do everything at 13. Yeah, well, so I'm thinking this will be depending on like the size of the book. I I had this realization today where I, I was just sitting there thinking and I was like, I think I self-release this in just like a PDF format. Maybe. Or maybe I just do it myself on like the, uh, on Kindle. Maybe. That I mean, might be, that, uh, that might be the move. I made a lot of money off doing that, so. So that um, might be the move for me. Um, I I did want to tell you guys though, because we touched on it, and I don't want to get a bunch of messages. Um, <laughs> so the message that uh, a, a friend of mine, Sole, who um, is somebody I read, she's clairaudient, and she went to Crooked Path and did the um, the Sawin ritual, and Hakate came through and was oh yeah yeah, and had lots of stuff to say, um, and. And Soul was like telling all these people stuff that was freaking them out, and it was it was a little hard, I think, on a lot of people. But because um, I mean, who go, who expects that to just happen, you know? Um, but Hakate said to her, and this was like the biggest takeaway: doubt is worse than fear. And I was like, I, we were walking, and she told me that, and I just stopped and I put my hands to my chest, and I was like, I understand, because I was afraid the first time I saw her. And she expects you to be afraid the first time. You know what I mean? Or she expects you to be afraid. Because also, when you are showing courage, it's when you're, like, facing something that you're afraid of. 
we're all going to have stuff we're afraid of. But if you doubt yourself, if you doubt, if like I could go home and say, maybe I'm schizophrenic and everything I've seen is bullshit. That would be a stupid thing to put myself through. Why would I doubt that? Why would I doubt my own eyes and ears? Don't doubt yourselves in at all. Doubt's some real poison. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Worse than fear. Yeah. And straight from the goddess. Self acceptance is herself. the biggest combatant against that. Self love yeah. and self acceptance. Yep. Because that's exactly what I'm supposed to be working on. It is. And then like I had uh, grace and humility came through to me as well. Whoa. That's what I need to focus on. But wow, doubt is fucking Sarah saw fucked my doubt. Yeah, fucked out. Sarah saw my dragon. No doubt fucked out. My dragon is part of my problem of being too harsh. My dragon is like, burn them all. My dragon is the Daenerys and I am the dragon. Maybe. No, I guess the dragon is the Daenerys and, and the dragon. Um, but my dragon is ruthless and uh, and it, it showed itself to me and it had a cigarette hanging out its mouth and it was like, <laughs> but uh, it's really like a take no prisoner thing. And then Sarah asked it its name. And it said mercy, but it was being a little bit facetious. Like that's, it's not, it's not a merciful creature. So, hmm. yeah. Well, the irony is pretty funny. It is. Yeah, I'll bring you some mercy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do like having that dragon. When I'm, when I I'm mean, walking in my car. you put people out of their misery. Ooh. You're giving them mercy. <gasps> oh, that's true. Ask any of my exes. <laughs> they all got burned. <laughs> Okay, well, this was a good... This and was a I'm good working one. on vulnerability. And you're working on vulnerability. <laughs> um, just keep that dragon away for a minute. <laughs> yeah, the dragon's not going on dates yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. Keep the dragon at home when you're out on a date. <laughs> yeah, save that for once you guys move in together. Oh. <laughs> oh, by the way, did I tell you, um, one of the things I'm moving into our new place... Oh, well, you have an armoire or something I need to know about, Angie? Uh, no, it's <laughs> actually, it's my dragon, Mercy. <laughs> uh, what's the deposit on that? <laughs> yeah, what's the pet, de- pet pet deposit on a dragon? We'll have to sneak Mercy in. Um, okay, well, this was a good time. Thank you for listening. Rising on Instagram, Lovable on Instagram, where magic happens on Instagram, uh-huh. Magic Moment on Twitter. This is where the magic happens.com. What's today? You guys should listen. Uh, Renee and I just had a seance, and we talked to David Bowie a lot. Oh, shit. And we have some big messages for the collective. He fucking loves Renee. I love him. I think he came around me when she was gone. Yeah, but if you want to hear the craziest fucking seance story, we're going to talk about it on Two on Side two Chicks. Si- on Two Side Chicks, two which side comes chicks. out every Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And wait, we come out on every Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. The two um, best days of the week. The two best days of the week. Oh, and <laughs> my podcast comes out on Tuesdays. It does? Tuesdays Why and Fridays. Why Thursday? Meh, well, it's Tuesday and Friday. Oh, you have I, two a week? Yeah, it's a, it's a real commitment. Holy shit. I do a third-year bonus typically on a Tuesday where it's just me, and then on Friday I put up interviews. Can't wait to see how our Patreon goes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, maybe I'll get back on coffee, <laughs> so we can actually. Yeah, make we got this coffee. root water. We get a jug, we, we put root a root water, in it, and then I can just be a fucking yeah. maniac again. <sighs> I love coffee. This is the first time I had it, and maybe I a had week. some cups of eggnog. I ain't lying to you. I know you did. You deserved that eggnog. I deserved it. It was a celebration. Oh, I so. love that fucking soy eggnog. I got. I'm going to Trader Joe's after this. I'm going to be making sugar-free, what soy or almond-based or maybe oat milk-based eggnog. Whoa. Um, although I don't know how I'm going to work around the heavy I'm whipping in. cream aspect. But um, 
There's I'm going to be experimenting with. Uh, I'm Probably definitely making. Milk. I'm definitely making sugar free. Whether it's going to be dairy free, I don't know. But I'm going to be experimenting with different egg. What if you did it with maple syrup? Oh, that would be a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I put maple maple syrup in milkshakes before, and it wasn't the desired effect. Oh shit! It's a different kind of sweetness for that kind of it thing. It gets me cracked out. You know, maple syrup. Your body doesn't have to convert it. It's instant energy. It's just and trees make it. So how can it be wrong? Wait, what? Trees make maple syrup. Oh, I thought you said entries. Entries. <laughs> Makeup. I was like. Entrils. It's from I the entrils were, of trees. I thought trees. you were like giving me like the Latin <laughs> word like entries makeup. It's way better That's for you maple than syrup honey, in which Latin. bees dive to make. So maybe um, just try the syrup instead. Yeah. Trees love to I'm into it. leak. Keep the bees alive, y'all. Yeah, and y'all. And don't forget. This shit is real. Boo!